Welcome to Counseling Over Coffee, a podcast of Redeemer Counseling Group. Whether you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, we are happy to have you. And if you enjoy this podcast, it helps if you rate and review us, particularly on Apple Podcasts. And of course, any sharing of the podcast on social media is greatly appreciated. For more information about Redeemer Counseling Group, you can visit our website at RedeemerCounselingGroup.com or look us up on Facebook. And with that, here is Cherie with Counseling Over Coffee. Welcome to Season 2 of Counseling Over Coffee. Since we started back in, I think it was November of 2021, It's been really fun and fulfilling for me to have this new way of making contact with so many of you who have tuned in to join us, and I've enjoyed hearing from some of you and would really love to hear from others, especially with ideas of things you would appreciate hearing about here or suggestions of ways we could better serve you. So you can email me personally at Cherie, that's S-H-E-R-E-E, at RedeemerCounselingGroup.com. And make sure you put two G's in a row there in RedeemerCounselingGroup.com. Today, I want to start off this season with some plans for the future. We've listened to your feedback. We read every email, every Facebook post and message And I'm excited about some fresh ideas moving forward that I've gotten from some of you. Before I do that, I wanted to let you know that Benny and I are working on our 2023 events calendar. And if your church or missions organization or nonprofit is looking for a speaker for an event, a retreat, a conference, a seminar, and would like to chat with us, let us know. Our men's Ladies and couples events are designed for connection and not just teaching. We do things uh, differently than we've done in, in the past, and we include interactive opportunities in our events, including small group discussion, testimonies from people in your church or your group, and I guess you'd call it workshop-like ingredients to the seminar or to the retreat or event that creates an interactive experience for people to not just sit passively and take notes while listening to a message, but to connect with others and with the Lord about what they're hearing. And as we've gotten feedback from our 2022 events so far, it's actually not the teaching or the messages that people uh, benefit most from, to be honest with you. It's the, it's the connection. It's the interaction, and I think especially post-COVID, people are longing for face-to-face interaction. So let us know if this sounds like something your church or group could benefit from, and let's chat. You can contact us at events, that's plural, events, at RedeemerCounselingGroup.com. Okay, back to counseling over coffee. As a reminder to new listeners, this podcast is designed to help you connect with and care for people in everyday, ordinary ways, whether it's friends, 
family members, co-workers, people in your small group, at church or Bible study, even strangers that we bump into. And even though Redeemer Counseling Group is a counseling ministry and we do counseling, our passion is to make the things we've learned over 50 years of pastoral ministry and the training that we've gotten from the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation applicable in your normal everyday life and interactions with people at work, at church, at home, wherever you are. And I was thinking about this this week. You tune in here. You're listening here because you care about people and you want to know how to skillfully do this in ways that don't mimic professionals, right? You're, you're not looking to be a professional or formal counselor. Some people genuinely need professional help, especially in cases of abuse or addiction, trauma, or even chronic battles with sin or suffering that benefit from the training and experience many of us just don't have. But only a small percentage of people will ever seek help from formal counseling. Most of them turn to someone like you when life gets hard. And there are small things, but meaningful things that you and I can do to be that person that someone can turn to for comfort or help. Someone who's safe and compassionate, not someone who gives quick advice or canned solutions, but who listens and walks with us through the normal and sometimes scary storms of life. And you're here because that's the kind of person you want to be. In our first season of episodes, I think there was about two dozen, we talked about some of the basics of caring for others. Things like listening, being curious instead of jumping to conclusions about people, even those we've known for a long time not judging people or jumping to hasty conclusions and realizing that when something happens, when someone is angry or fearful or panicky or struggling with depression, there's always a story behind the story. There's more to what they're experiencing than we are are dealing with or seeing in one or two or three interactions. And Benny and I also shared a few episodes on what we called thoughts from an old married couple with lots of stories from our own lives and marriage, things we've done, mistakes we've made. And if you haven't listened to these podcasts, season one will remain available on whatever platform you're using. One of the things I've heard from listeners is how much you enjoy interviews like when Benny joins me for podcasts or I shared podcasts with my young friend Janelle. And so we're going to be doing more of this for season two. And in some of the podcasts, I'm going to explore ways we can extend love and care to specific groups of people in very specific and loving ways. For example, this Friday, I'm going to be interviewing a some dear friends of ours Tom and Debbie and you'll hear this podcast in the coming weeks 
They are grandparents of a precious special needs grandson. And they'll be sharing their experiences with us, helping us see how important it is, excuse me, to not just notice and show compassion to families with special needs children, but to consider them and to care for them in the context of your church or community. This is going to be a great blessing to Benny and me because we're the grandparents of special needs children as well. And we're beginning some concrete plans for our first two weekend retreats with parents of special needs children. And I can't wait to give you all the details about that soon. Another guest coming up will be an army chaplain who has a long-standing ministry to those experiencing sexual brokenness. And he's going to help us understand how widely common sexual brokenness is and how to compassionately come alongside those battling anything from sexual addiction or the more common battles, excuse me, with feeling alone in their struggles with sexual dysfunction. The fact is the fall affected every area of our lives, including sex. So none of us have been untouched by the brokenness that impacts every area of our lives, including our sexual life. And I'm really looking forward to this interview. And we'll continue to explore ways to to be a means of hope and empathy and compassion and help to people facing what we might call the more common kinds of suffering, including grief, divorce, years of unplanned singleness, infertility, depression, anxiety, and we'll have some guests along the way to help us there as well. But frankly, here's the thing. Distinguishing common from uncommon ways people suffer is actually not a biblical approach to friendship or ministry to others. When we focus on the distinguishing factors of our suffering, suffering it, it pulls us away from people. It, it makes us or them feel different instead of like one another. 1 Corinthians 10.13 tells us there is no temptation that has seized you except what is common to man. The honest Christian can admit when we struggle with, say, even sexual brokenness, as I mentioned, and the bouts that we commonly have with anxiety, depression, maybe panic attacks or secret sins or past experiences that no one knows about. Don't you, like me, experience times when you feel like rage or fear are about to overtake you? And don't most of us remember feeling betrayed or alone or overtaken by circumstances that we just didn't anticipate and didn't know how to resolve? We've all gotten that phone call or that text or email or that person showing up at our front door, something that we just never anticipated. And yet here we are, 
in the middle of it and we don't know where to turn. Whether you're seized with anxiety or lust or anger or shame, if you, like me, are honest, we can understand the darkness others experience when we've allowed ourselves to admit the darkness in our own lives. Being able to care for and comfort and minister to each to others, even in those brief encounters that we have, comes as we engage with and don't ignore or push aside the hard places and the painful things that we've walked through. It doesn't take a person who struggles, for example, with same-sex attraction or spousal abuse or depression to experience compassion for others who do. And why? Because this is a this is something that that a question I get from people is how do I show compassion to say someone who's experienced childhood sexual abuse when I'd never experienced that? Why? Because there's something inside each of us that can relate to the desperation of wondering if things will ever get better because of what God has done in our lives when we felt trapped with no clear path forward. We don't have to experience the exact same thing the person in front of us has experienced in order to empathize with and show compassion to them because the truth is we've all suffered and we can access that place in our own heart and in our own life where there's been suffering in order to effectively care for others. So that's what season two of Counseling Over Coffee will continue to be about because I want to tell you some good news. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 doesn't end with our common temptations, those temptations that seize us. It goes on to promise that with the temptation, God provides a way of escape. Now, is it escape from it or a miraculous deliverance? Occasionally. But that's not what Paul is talking about. God provides a way of escape that we may be able to endure it. The escape from temptations is Jesus Christ himself. Yet, often the endurance of suffering and temptation is best done when another person comes alongside us and says with their words or their actions, you're not alone. God is with you. I am with you. Let's go to Jesus together to find out how to endure this temptation, and this suffering that you're going through. I want you to know that it is my great privilege to share with you the things that I've learned from others over the years that make extending real care to people happen. Not primarily in the counselor's office, but wherever you are with the people he's brought into your life to go to Jesus with together.